0: Welcome to Cast 9. In this episode, we consider the caterpillar. George Robb of the Geologic Podcast helps us out with this episode. A quick note. I provided George with the wrong pronunciation for a word, When he says imaginal cells or imaginal discs, it should be imaginal or "imaginal." It was a little difficult to determine the correct pronunciation since it's spelled exactly like imaginal. Go figure. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Consider the caterpillar. We don't usually give much thought to the small, fuzzy, colorful, sometimes creepy, worm-like larva of butterflies. We admire the butterfly. We are awed by the butterfly. We are awed by the colors spattered, dotted, geometrically composed and burnished with iridescence that bedeck and embellish the wings of the Imago insect. We are reminded that beauty can mean danger We are reminded that beauty can be both alluring and aposematic. Let's though give some thought to the caterpillar. Let's give some thought to the instars, to the oft-forgotten little guys, the ugly ducklings who grow to be the supermodels of the insect world. Ugly ducklings, mind you, not to me, but maybe to the average person. And let's give some thought to how they do it, how they go from the pudgy, worm-like creature to the beautiful, thin-bodied, long-legged, gloriously-winged insect that we'll sometimes pause to watch as we walk by one. What happens inside the cocoon? What happens when they doff their final skin as a caterpillar, assume the form of chrysalis, and give way to metamorphosis? Okay, so let's back up a bit. Before I continue to wax lyrical about the caterpillar any further... I'd like to point out that while up to now I've been referencing the larval phase of the butterfly, the larval phase of the moth, the butterfly's homely but personable cousin, is also a caterpillar, who also becomes a chrysalis. Chrysalis and cocoon don't mean the same thing. A chrysalis is the insect itself in this form, and cocoon is the silk husk built around the chrysalis. Why does it seemingly hide? Well, it isn't displaying a newly acquired diffidence or demurity as it finds itself a new beautiful form. No, the shell of the chrysalis forms a protective barrier, a skin housing the bemusing transformation of this beautiful insect. And inside the chrysalis is where the beauty truly is. You see, the caterpillar has to go through a digestive process. Enzymes are released and its tissues dissolve into a caterpillar soup. If you were to cut into the chrysalis at this point, the soupy, oozy mess would pour out. But it wouldn't be completely liquid. Floating around that oozy, gooey mixture of digested caterpillar innards are groups, clusters of highly organized cells that form disc like shapes. These clumps, these groups, are called imaginal discs. These groups of cells floating around in the goop that used to be the innards of the caterpillar are the building blocks of the new butterfly. These clumps of cells have been there since before the insect even broke its way out of its egg, waiting. Each of these imaginal disks corresponds to a piece of the new butterfly, a group of cells for the legs, another group for the wings, a group for the eyes, and so on and so on. These cells grow and continue to divide, receiving nutrients and proteins from the surrounding soup. As these cells organize, differentiate and assemble the young butterfly emerges it will continue to grow and mature until in a glorious moment of rebirth the butterfly emerges out of the shell out of the skin of the old chrysalis stretches its new wings and takes flight beginning a whole new phase of its life And one more thing about its wings, some caterpillars develop more mature wing precursors that stay tucked inside the body of the caterpillar for the entirety of its life as a caterpillar. The life of a caterpillar may seem easy, but it has its perils. Take, for example, the parasitic wasp that lays its eggs in the... Well, we'll save that for next time. In the next episode, we'll consider the caterpillar again. Oh, and about those imaginal cells, butterflies aren't the only insects that have them. Get this, they can be taken out of an insect, injected into another, and the cells will grow, and if allowed to grow with that insect, will differentiate and eventually progress to become the part of the insect that the cell was supposed to become. Get it? But again, that's for another episode.
1: Special thanks to George Brab for helping us out with this episode. You can hear more of George every week on the Geologic Podcast. And thanks again to The Night Moves for letting us use their song, Carl Sagan, as our intro music. You can find their Carl Sagan EP and more of their music on iTunes. Hey, thanks for listening. We have so much more to share with you guys. We have interesting stories. Interviews with scientists, interviews with other science-minded podcast hosts, and a ton more. Don't forget to subscribe and stay tuned for this season of Cast 9.